Oh, they just chilled. Like they had Netflix, chill, had some wine. Wow! Look at her all bougie and things. Right? Don't see her for a year. She becomes. You gotta she get permission. The wine now. <laughs> Tell her like, I said that. Like she's not even like we're we're both not in, into really all that extra stuff. Like, mm. cause cause our anniversary date was coming up already, so I told him I'll just wait for that, and he decided to just come and surprise me while I was doing my hair. So like, I'm going downstairs, half my hair is out, and he's like, "Hey, surprise!" I'm like, "True, thank you." I'm not gonna lie, I was gassed out. I stop shouting, coming to the party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the Black Track Pack. It's your boy, the Rated R, Ryan. You know what it is. And I'm here with the rest of the crew today. We got Parse over here. We got Play over there. We got Maleka killing it. How's everybody doing today? Good. I'm really happy to hear that you're doing good. I got a background. This was a trip. (laughs) I'll be honest with you guys. This was a trip I took to uh to uh Quebec City around the Saint Laurent. Mm -hmm. Get all your French classes. Get all your French classes through in one shot today. Let's do it. Saint Laurent. (laughs) Saint Laurent. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of your French. Um, Malika, how about how about you? How you doing? How's life? Great. Chill. Mm-hmm. Relaxing. Ready Living your best week. life. Right? Ready for this week to end. So you know. <laughs> it's Monday, bro. <laughs> I know. No, but that's the thing. For, for people who are listening and watching us, we record these on Monday. So like <laughs> for you're actually people. seeing people uh at the roughest of times. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, legit. I'm in a rough time too. I'm I'm pushing it in university. I've got the final assignments due. We gotta, you know, pull through to the end to be able to celebrate, get that cap and gown, and tell bougie you that they can forget themselves, and I ain't never going back unless I'm being paid to be there. I'm not, I'm not setting foot on the campus unless I need to be there. Okay, period. Cap and done. Um, but before we get into all of that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on youngentertainment.com. If you are following us on Spotify, thank you. It is so, so good to have your support as well. And we are so glad and, and we'll continue to put out content like this for all of you guys. So keep keep it through, keep in tune. So first, every single day of Black History Month, you've been giving us a little tidbit of personality. Uh but here's the thing, though. I'd like to surprise you with an amazing personality. All right? Are you ready to go? Are you ready for a personality? All right, all right. So, so, so you got to speak up because, you, you know, I'm barely hearing you. Oh, you want me to speak up? Speak want me to up. be louder for the people? Louder. Yeah, louder for the people. Louder for and the then people. on top of that, if you want to go first, okay, you can go first. Okay, I, okay. we're not competing on who's no. the best. Okay, okay, you go there. You go. Do y'all have y'all ever heard of Angela Taylor Isajenko? It's an African American Canadian runner for Canada. 
And she was one of the first people competed in the 1984 4x100 relays, right, where she won some medals. She won seven medals in her entire time, as well as the 200 meters in the Edinburgh 1996. So mm. uh, famous Canadian who was, uh, you know, born and raised in, in September 28, 1958, has Jamaican descent but was, you know, running for Canada. And uh, I wanted to take up her name just because she was an advocate in the black community and she helped out with the entire black movement towards being able to race and do competitive things while in Canada, where it was low, you know, very tough, um, unless you were in sports to get any kind of recognition, but even tougher than that to get into sport to begin with. And she was helping out young ladies, young African-American ladies in that time as well. So I want to give a big props and shout out to Isidenka. Bop, bop. I can definitely give a big shout out to my person as we finish off Black History Month. And it would be unfair for us Canadians to not talk about uh, the first Black Canadian of all time, Matthew DaCosta. He was a translator for my brother Samuel de Champlain. You know it, how it is when you're a Francophone. Um, and he was there translating and allowed basically Champlain to survive during his first, um, his first real period here in, in in North America. So big shout out to Matthew de Costa. His story does end up very sad with him not surviving the first winter, but still granted he did a lot. Which he to be honest in the and the to be honest, him not surviving the first winter is not, he's not the first black person to to have felt that in not Canada. A, not a good sign. Granted, not a lot of people survived that first winter. I think there was like eight people that survived the trip, that survived to make it to the second, you know, to make it to spring um, because of scurvy. Not a good sickness. Makes your teeth fall out of your mouth. But like the usual. Thanks, I asked much of the Costa. You're Please real let us know, guys, if you guys are enjoying these sessions, if you guys are learning about people that you've never even heard of. And, you know, if you want us to continue these, we can continue these beyond Black History Month. You know, we just made it kind of special. But as Play always says, and I'm going to let Play say it. Yo, Black History is every goddamn day. I'm not, try <laughs> I'm trying not to Try not to words that Brian will be upset with me later. Because yeah, I will, I will tell you, dude, we on the yeah. show. You just, you just <laughs> added more work for the both of us. I got to go on the Spotify side. But yeah, like I like you said, you know, it's every day. So let us know in the comment section. You know, send us an email, shoot us some messages over on Instagram. We are on Instagram, our individual selves. Shoot us a shout out anytime. And if you have any questions or something you want to us to talk about on the show, don't be afraid. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. All right, we're gonna get into it today, and we have some really good topics today from our very own Malika today. Big shout out! Big shout out, Queen. You got us. Queen wants us to talk about something today. And we got to, especially after the fact that Valentine's Day already went by. So we're going to take it away because it kind of get us into the conversation, ask the questions. And then, Pam, go in. Yo, guys, Price Soup came up with their background. I gave you on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is like right Wow. Okay, okay. Let, let me let's, look at that. Right there. <laughs> background looks so nice but you know what's even better getting to our topic today so we got our amazing topics um that are a whole lot better than cancun and Beach. i'm just gonna get into it i'm just gonna get into no, it. that's a lie actually no ask ask uh, senator Cru ted cruz ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? We could start the show off with that. <laughs> Guys, is it okay because your kids are going through some, well, natural disaster like events? Just tell your kids, you know what? I'm going to go on vacation. Bro. No, you know the thing about Ted Cruz and that situation? Is, bro, like, is the way he was in the airport, bro, like, he's really, like, he's really trying to look like he's a normal, everyday person. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, you're wild. Like, your, your state is literally freezing to death. Get to work, bro. He no. wanted no part of it, to be honest with you. He wanted, no Yo, part he wanted none of the smoke. Or, in this case, none of the fog. What would be the difference of, like... He wanted none of the frostbite. None of the frostbite. <laughs> he wanted none of the ice. <laughs> he did yeah. not want this... He did not want the, sm the snow in his face, bro. The snow. <laughs> here's the, here's the plug-in for the rap bash. He didn't want none of that ice, ice baby. Dun, dun, dun. I was thinking, yeah, you know, he, he told he told Ice Cube and Ice T to vacate the premises. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to party in Cancun. And bro, <laughs> of all bro. places, though, is that the spot where everybody has to go? It is. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you, bro. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. All right, topic for today. So Malika Malika was asking today. She said. Um, how can black people genuinely support each other without it being a holiday or event? Mm. So I want to start off with Ryan. How do you feel about that question? Can you answer that? Go ahead. I feel like, first of all, for us to be able to really support each other, we need to get past our own personal biases and thoughts and feelings and emotions about certain subjects and even about certain people. Like, legit. Um, get past yourself because there's a bigger picture that's, that's going on right here. And as long as you don't get past those personal elements, let's say that um, me and Malika are beefing. It won't happen because I respect Malika like an older sister. But I respect you too. You know, always. Always. Um, I even if, if I see Malika doing good, it doesn't matter if we're beefing. And I got to be like, you know what? Yo, I'm proud. Proud of Malika, do your thing. You know, give her a shout out. Put her on my gram. You know, show support. What mm. happens What happens between us, personally, gets put to the door for that little moment where I put, I put more light on what you're doing. So that we need to get past those personal petty problems. It's, it's kind of difficult to say that because, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but Always. when we talk about, you know, the city and where these people are, you know, this stuff kind of goes transgenerational, trans, uh, you know? Like, sometimes there's so much, there's, the beef is so big, you know, I, you know, your dad was repping red, my dad was repping blue, and you did some. I kind of got to, you know, one plus one equals two. I got to make sure we square. And so how do you tell people, you know, we got we to gotta let bygones be bygones and just clear a slate? Because, well, okay, play, play, play. Let me get you. And this, this happens. Play, let me get you. Calm down. Calm down, calm down. You're already in Cancun. Take a look around. Look. I'm supposed to be on a vacation right now. You, you already were, my brother. You already were. I'm going to mute you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let me help a brother out and answer that question. You might have been, your daddy might have been blue. My daddy might have been red or my daddy might have been blue and your daddy might have. But it doesn't matter because in the end, we're all 
black. In the end, we're all human. And we're all part of this rat race trying to get to the trying to get to first place. But it don't matter if I pull you back because of some generational nonsense. Generational pain is the reason why we're partly in this problem. <laughs> so we're not gonna be like, yo, general generational pain should also stop us from getting to the solution. That's not rising. That's not thriving. That's uh, destroying. That's not surviving. That's worse than surviving. Get your act together. Fight out. Support your. Wait, what do you guys say about it, man? Because like, I know you. You said this kind of last week when we had the infamous uh, Farley on here. You said, you know, people got to stop looking at. They got to start looking at themselves and stop looking at others, right? I remember when you said that, you said, you know, you got to focus on yourself. You can't complain that you're not in the same position as somebody else. I just want to hear your points on it. You know, because it sounds a lot like people are just, you know, not accepting people's flaws, not taking things into account, just always in a negative mindset. And how do we get out of that as a people and as a personal vendor, if you are dealing with that, what, was, what advice would you give to that? Well, personally, personally, I would say this. When you're talking about... Um, supporting each other like like we have we can support black businesses yeah we can uh support each other on their gram or anything but i feel like um and and even to go to your question about the reds and the blues okay at the what like we have to make decisions as a group as a collective on what we truly want and i think that's where it starts off because you're repping one block i'm repping another block and this happens in toronto too like don't get it twisted but bro, none of us on the block. Like none of us have real money in the block. Preach. Right? Like you're like, and I'm not saying to discredit how anybody feels or lost blood or bloodshed or any of that. But at the end of the day, we have to know what we're fighting for, right? Eventually, we have to grow out of this mindset because I said that, and and I, and there's even like historical proof that I've kind of worked on. I was like, the first thing that people, or or like when racism and 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 like really the separation of both class and race right. really was happening. First thing they did was separate Irish, poor Irish people, poor Italian people, poor black people, poor, and even between black people, poor Jamaican people, poor African people, we're gonna make sure that you guys all don't like each other. By separating. By separating us, bro. Damn. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's and, and, and I feel like even the whole, like the block stuff or whatever, like let's be honest. Gang violence and all that stuff is destructive and dangerous. Like for our communities, it is destructive and dangerous, but for communities and people that don't like us, it not only serves as proof, but it, it makes, it, it strengthens their taste or their ideals or the, what they believe in. Yeah. Right. Not only look at how dangerous or whatever they are, but also look at them. They're literally beefing over things they don't own. Like, like, and, and um, most historians will know this, like most of America and Canadian, like ideas of property have been built on John Locke. Bro, you don't even own the land you're sitting on or your, the, where you sleep on that you don't own it. So for you to go out and fight it, fight for it is crazy. And I, and I almost want to say this, Muhammad Ali didn't want to go to Vietnam. Uh, Martha Luther King and Oh my gosh, I forgot. Um, but there's another rev revolutionary black figure that said, fighting in these wars, right, for land that we 
aren't even allowed to possess. Well, that's doesn't make sense. Eco or Mandela's. Yeah. So what? So, but this is what we're doing now. Mm. Right. So I think as a people, instead of fighting between each other for things we don't even own, let's at least fight for things to own, to have, to be. Right. Like, and I'm I'm not even going. Let's go all political. I'm just going on a straight basis of like, bro. I see. Malika's doing good in the uh, community. I'm going to protect Malika. It's always Malika doing good in the community. If if business is doing, or if a person's business is doing well, I'm going to go support her business, uh, his business, right? If I see Ryan yeah, is really support parts. No, but I feel like that's that's the best way we're going to get out of this, right? Like we can't see ourselves as the enemy. Like we're like let's be a hundred percent honest. We're one big family. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to make, Malika, you're going to say the last thing for last. What I want to say is you shouldn't want, I mean, to the people out there, you shouldn't, you're dealing with this. You shouldn't want to get a reward from this. It's great to support your people, but don't do it because we're telling you and don't do it because you're going to get a reward or something. Do it because it's the right thing to do. I live my life with probably one of the most fundamental things that was told to me as a grade school kid, respect others as you would respect yourself or your family. Talk about now, gang violence is a totally different animal that we could spend the entire show on. To give you guys a little bit of a gist of it, this is how this is people who have been systemically torn down from the system, and the only means they have of really taking care of themselves is resorting to violence. But that violence is projected at the same community that they are supposed to support. So it's a circle because I'm going to sell to people who are in my community and mess them up and then put those same dollars in people who allow me to get those things to destroy my community. So the only person really winning is the business or the white man who gave it to me in the first place. And the circle needs to stop and I could see now in 2021, there's a lot of people in the voice airway saying, you know, all eyes matter. And to, you know, start supporting yourself, support those local businesses and things we're going through, what we're going through and people are starting to have a little bit more togetherness, but don't lose that. Because fundamentally as human beings, one of our most fundamental things is that we want to be together. Think about it when you think about a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, doesn't matter. You technically feel a lot more when you're, together in the same place at the same time. Us Black people as a system, we are together in this. We're in the same neighborhoods, going to the same schools, trying to go for the same thing. All of us want exactly what we see in the MTV videos. And if we're going to get there, maybe we should take a page book out of you know some of these other races and build each other up, not just see one person. You know, um, Russell Westbrook is, and sorry, DeMar DeRozan is a great example. This dude grew up in Compton. And for those of you who don't know about the NBA, um, some of those guys had a really tough way of getting it, getting there. DeRozan was one of those lucky kids. And to this day, he still throws up gang signs because he was spared from both sides because both sides wanted to see him be successful. I'm not condemning the fact that he was involved, he, that the fact that it happened to him or that they, you know, Obviously, they they separated their differences because they saw the kid was going to shine. But the fact that we have to do that is also wrong. We shouldn't have to resort to violence. And that's where I'm going to actually leave it to Malika to explain your points. 
My point to this whole thing is that I I see the whole crabs in the bucket. So like when you see crabs in bucket, you should see a crab that's trying to get out and then the other one is pulling them down. And that's what I see happening with our community, with our people. And I feel like the the main cause for this is made me fear, basically fear. I feel like a lot of us are stuck in that mindset where like not only is not only do we not if that person has it, then I have to have it too. It's too much of a, of like a self-seeking validation when really that's just trying that's just breaking us down even more. And then we gotta understand for the people that were successful they had a community behind them to help them build, to help them grow, to help them teach them and to seek certain things like wisdom. You know, it takes, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, like you can't just, when you see someone being successful, like you should, inside of you, like if I see my, one of you guys being successful or my, my brothers, my sisters, like that should motivate you to, to be not only be happy for them, but also talk to yourself and be like, yo, soon that's going to be me next. And soon mm-hmm. that, that I can empower people. But Great. we're surrounded, we're, we're surrounded in society where like we had things thrown at us and it's going to always trace back with the history of, of ancestors, what they went through physically, you know, having things robbed away from us. But we got to understand like within that time, they still kept each other you know they still kept they still kept together with with, with all with each other. They never lost the languages. Even the slaves, like they used songs, you know, for messages. The Underground Railroad, following the stars. You know, they had subliminals. Even when you trace back in African history about hair, when they braided, when the hair were were maps. So you know things like that we never lost. But when it comes to here, when it's little things, we're quick to belittle each other. And I feel like with fear, because just because you see your brother rising, all of a sudden you feel like all your work is going to go down. That's not the case. But that's what they, they process that in our minds. And we have to learn to let that grief go. We got to learn to let the losses go. Like the only thing that's going to make you fail is, is, is the fear. You know, fear is going to make you, make you fail continuously. You know, if you can't, if you can't have that limit and tell yourself, no matter what I'm going to do, like I'm going to grow, like look at rappers like Master P, no limit, you know, like what does no, no limit stand for? And look how he put everybody on. Did he do it by himself? He had the thought of it, but he put everybody on. Everybody came to eat and look at him now. He's one of the tops, not even successful rappers, but he, he invested in so much things. He's one of the top richest rappers ever. You know, like you gotta, you gotta be smart. You gotta be smart with these things. So like as a people, like we have all the tools, but like we just need to learn to know how to use it and when to use it. You know, you, it's not about being a famous athlete. It's not about, and like, I remember what, what um, Playmaker said earlier, like we need, we need to call on things that we need. So like things like we need black doctors, you know, like we need, we need lawyers, things that we have and we have the power, we have the authority to speak on, but it takes a community, it takes a people to come to ground and, you know, and lift each other up. We can't do it by ourselves overnight. 
Nelson Mandela didn't become president just like that by himself. It took a people. And Nelly, she don't blow around. That woman was gangster. <laughs> like, exactly. Like all these people, like it can't, it, nobody just comes from by themselves. Yeah, it takes work physically, you know, mentally and stuff, but it takes a people to unite. Look at my background, you know, like it's not just one hand, it's everybody. So, you know, like when you see your brother drop, you have to pick him up, give him food. You know, if you can give your enemies water, why can't you feed your brother? Simple, simple, strategic. Mm. This is the wise words from the Black Jack Pack, from everything we're doing. You know, this is what we talk about. We talk about something that's real out here. Final thoughts going out. I want to give a final thoughts section over to Ryan real quick. Let's give us some final thoughts on, on this entire thing. What's, what's the message we want to leave with the people? My message is very simple. I'll say the same. Spread love, not hate. We're supposed to protect each other and do that for one another, whether you do black, white, Cuban, Asian, but specifically to the black community. Let's love each other and, and the people that we're here with. Because we've only got one shot to get this right. So we might as well do it right. Wait, what you got to say, man? I'm actually just going to start with, it's just going to be a small story. So, um, there, so when Eddie Murphy was coming up, right, he was becoming really, really popular, and a lot of people are saying, "Oh, he's gonna be the next Richard Pryor." So him, it just so happens that Eddie Murphy actually goes out to a comedy club, and Richard Pryor is there. Richard Pryor literally points him out and says, "Hey, that's Eddie Murphy. They say he's gonna be the next Richard Pryor." Richard Pryor says, "But I'm still here. I'm still gonna do me." And what was crazy is that both of them who are still, who are probably the, like one of the f- best comedians ever, mm-hmm. right? I could add Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle to my top four in terms of the black comedians. They literally, those two never spoke. They would see each other. They would never talk. Because basically from that night on, because Eddie felt away. Now, I'm saying that because both of them were literally fighting for the same roles and the same opportunities. And they would push, or especially Richard Pryor apparently would push Eddie down. So the story of that is, is that what they didn't understand is that you can have Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, right? You can have me and Ryan, you can have me, all four of us sitting there um, yeah. having these conversations and pushing each other and doing better. And I think that's also the one thing our community has to stop thinking that there can only be one. Nah, bro, like you guys can all come from the same block and all be successful. Doesn't mean that one person has to do it. You know, all of you guys can do it, right? Like, and even, and having a different barometer of success between us is also very important. So I think that's what I'm gonna say, tell each other is like, you don't have to be the only black person doing this you can be one of many and be just as great yeah i agree with that so maleka what's some final thoughts you want to share i mean you had a big word but just another one for the people out there honestly i saw this quote today and it says what consumes your mind controls your life so the short the ball's on your court so like if you if you see that you can be an inspiration like life is not always about about you know being the top dog or nothing like you can inspire listen you're inspiring many people that you don't know of so like 
keep pushing yourself like you know keep 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 doing what's best for you you know like don't but don't compare yourself to nobody you know like just just take your take your chances and do what you need to do like i always like the movie um what's that movie um what's that movie called again with um ace and rico ace and rico yeah with ace rico and money mitch oh my gosh you guys don't know that it's like it's a gang movie cameron was in it you mean paid in full yeah paid in full yeah i always look i always look i love ace's character that actor like he says something in the movie about how everyone everybody eats and like can you see the difference with him his best friend money mitch and then the the dude rico who comes on later so like you see how they all end up. So like, you know, like, but always take like an input from each of them, those characters. And yeah, I mean, just, just be, just be grinding, you know, but do it on the right way. Like don't grind for nobody but yourself. Now I'm going to say some final things here. Um, like everybody here, they all had some great things to say. What I want to leave you guys, the viewers with is something simple, you know, spread love, not war. Uh, we are all one people. We all human beings. Blessed here by the gift of God. With our own minds. Individualism is important. But we're not asking you to be an individual, fam. What we're asking for you to do is be a human being. There's enough time in us to be individuals. I'm an individual. And Rudy's an individual. Ryan and Malika. You have four different people on this panel saying different things. But we're human beings because we all care for each other. We want all of us to succeed, not just one. Make a choice. Ryan, say those words. You know the words you're trying to say. <laughs> we gonna get you guys when the aces come back to the blackjack pack. We'll see you all later. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Before I forget, peace.